TV and then they made out in the rain and then everyone was like, oh my gosh, two girls kissing? Are you kidding me in this day and age? Do you want to know that I was in the audience of MTV Canada when they, no. De- no. they debuted that song on that and that kissing in the rain. No way. You're yeah. joking my ass. Never. <laughs> Today I yelled at a man. Tell the story. Well, it's not that much of a story, and it happens, you know, quite frequently for people. But Mm -hmm. I was walking out of a gym with my friend, and this guy was just sitting on the edge of this block. It was like, oh, yeah. Oh, you're so hot. And then he just kept on looking us up and down and was like, oh, yeah, hot, hot. And I was like, no, don't do that. And he was like, what? Um, um, Actually, uh," and I was like, you don't say that. And I pointed my finger at him. Good for you. And then he tried to talk again. I was like, no, not okay. Not okay. And wow. then I walked away. What did he do? Did he look down he, in shame? He was like trying to make an excuse or say some reasoning, but I just wasn't having it. Good for you. That's great. Thanks. I, that's wow. what I was joking is like, I, I would never have the bravery to stand up for myself, for my <laughs> partner, a girl, you, anybody. I would just be like, okay, if that's what you think, sir. And then I would just be my pants. <laughs> okay. I'm- <laughs> I'm okay, so sorry. I'm a hottie. Okay, gaze at me. I'm peeing. <laughs> um, but uh, no, no, I yeah. like to hope that I would actually tell a guy to frig off if he was oh. doing that to any of my friends. What? what? I'm sure you would. What the hell? What the hell? Yeah, okay, I'm just so confused how that is still happening. Like, you don't, you think that that is okay? You Didn't think that you all... can just do that and gaze upon and make inappropriate comments at ladies? I Or uh, anyone? I gaze upon. I will tell you this right now, but I try to be chill about it. You, no one must ever know that I am gazing upon them. You know that that would be an inappropriate thing, but to be like... Yeah, you're so hot. Oh, yeah, you're hot. Like that, yeah, I mean, obviously to that's... vocalize it, that's so next level yeah. and disgusting. But no, I don't even want to be caught, like, catching a glimpse, mm-hmm. honestly, because I don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable in that way. Right, and it's not your body to comment on, so freak no. off, dude. Oh, no, don't this do It's like, yeah, gross, man. Also, you, if, you know, if it did turn physical, you could punch them. I was like, we're coming from I boxing. I'm all warmed up. I'm ready to go. I <laughs> just punched the shit out of a bag and I'm ready to do it to you. Sir? So let's remember. We Hey, listen. We all saw that Gillette commercial a year or two ago, whatever it was. We had to knock it off. That is a toxic masculinity. That's what that is. It's right in the commercial. Yeah. Knock it off. <laughs> what do you think? It's so gross. Just stop. Put your tongues in your mouths, everybody. Oh, gross. Tongues. Um, I really enjoyed, I wanted to say to you that I really, really enjoyed uh, the latest episode of your other podcast, The Rag. Oh. Really enjoyed it. I thought it was wonderful. Um, uh, Your guest is a woman named Molly Hmm. who identifies as bisexual. And it's really an interesting kind of chat. She's incredibly well-spoken, number one. She has a lot of life experience and Hmm. a lot of things going on, which is kind of just good to get that perspective but yeah and then it was kind of an interesting discussion about uh she's she has identified herself as bisexual but she's in a monogamous relationship with a man Mm -hmm. um and that's just cool and chill and good in the way it is yeah just identity in general and having to like put your name in this box of like bisexual and what does that mean and am i bisexual enough because i'm currently (sighs) with a man and not a woman am i still a part of the lgbtq2 plus community is this like it just there's just like a lot of like self-doubt um that she was going through and uh, other people have gone through too being bisexual and it was just yeah it was a it was an interesting conversation it is so i I wanted to yeah pay you and crystal that compliment because it was a great chat but also to you know obviously if you like this podcast and you haven't checked out the rag yet it's there's tons of good stuff in it for everyone so i would recommend um okay one thing and this ties in too because i think there's a lot of discussion right now i think and this goes on obviously with the discussion around sexuality and gender, but it also goes into uh, race as well. Mm-hmm. Just in the way that people really feel like they need to label. Mm-hmm. And this has been going on for years, I know, but I like that 
in certain communities, and I hope our community is one of them, that we're like slowly getting away from that. Yeah. It's a very natural, very human thing to want to label people because it makes like decisions quicker. I mean, I think it goes back to like, you know, our early evolution. And if you're able to, you know, uh, identify a threat yeah. quicker then you wouldn't be eaten by a saber toothed tiger. Yeah. You know, you're able to uh, identify that tiger teeth, large, bad, run away. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It goes to that. So we just that's what our our minds and our brains are kind of wired to do is quickly identify and label things so we can sort them out and whether or not they're going to murder us. Right. Right. Yeah. That I think that is true. And I think that we are slowly getting rid of that. But I mean, it's still like just driven into everything that we do and like even corporations and stuff. These like yeah. self-identification forms. You know what I notice that kind of plays into that, too, is that I've noticed that a lot of people like need to know the gender of a dog, which is like, because <laughs> I was going up to, or I saw someone that I knew in the street and they just got a new dog. And uh, I was like, oh, that's a really cute dog. Or, or I was like, uh, oh, she's she or he or, or whatever is really cute. And he goes, oh yeah, it's a she because of the pink collar. And I was like, oh, well, <laughs> that doesn't actually matter, but yeah, right. cool to know. Um, and then I was just thinking, I was like, yeah, for some reason, in my mind, I was like, she or he. I didn't even need to say any of that. I was like, I could have just said your dog is cute. Yeah. Instead of either or. You know what I mean? Yeah, drop a they on yeah. it. Yeah. You know? But what is good is that, because especially it becomes harder and harder to, I mean, a dog and an animal is something kind of different. It's just like biologically, they generally are, they kind of stick to those binaries. Yeah. Humans, so much more complicated. And that's what I really. I, I was thinking about it when you when I was listening to your podcast about sexuality. It's all just very spectrum. Mm-hmm. It's all and this was something I really I only learned a few years ago that certainly sexuality exists on a spectrum. We're so used to, you know, it's like straight or gay mm-hmm. or I guess now by somewhere in the middle. Okay, I guess now that it's like, no, no, no. It's it's a spectrum. Yeah. It's like everyone, you know, can can feel attraction and can feel, uh, you know, like a desire mm-hmm. to us, you know, to lesser or more extents, and that is a, such a personal thing. Mm-hmm. It belongs really to you, the person you are currently doing any kind of sexuality with, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really matter. This is not something again that is going to affect anyone else. It's not a saber-toothed tiger that's going to kill you. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to label it. You can just leave people alone. People do not need to be labeled. And we can all just exist on that wonderful spectrum of both gender and sexuality and be more fluid in that way. This is something that I want to embrace. I know that you know labels and representation becomes more important in different aspects. But as a, on a personal level, it's something I think a lot of us can do more of embracing is mm-hmm. just not have to label yourself if you don't feel like you need to. Yeah, because I, I personally can't really put a label on myself. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't really need to find one. But yeah. I understand the pressures of like feeling that you need to um, because of pressures that, you know, your loved ones are putting around yeah. on you. And yeah. there, it's still like some people just don't feel safe doing that yet. Yeah. And that's a totally different situation. And it's different for every person. Right. So for I instance, mean, if it's oh, yeah. To a good place where labels are, you know, necessary is if you do feel like you need to find a community. Yes. I yeah. get it. I get it. You know, that the community having a label on it makes it easier to find, makes it easier for you to link up with like uh, people. Yeah. That helps. Sorry, yeah, go on. Totally. No, I, that, that's pretty much it. But yeah, it was just this, when I was like talking about that dog, it was like this, this thing <laughs> that I was like, for whatever reason our brains just like need to know these things. And yeah. I'm like, how do we turn that off? Yeah. You know, yeah. how do we need, how do we turn that off? Well, especially where it doesn't need to be. No, exactly. That dog does not, it does not matter. <laughs> it's like, it does it's not, not matter. necessary for you in that quick exchange to know the yeah. genitalia of a dog. But it's so funny. There was like this thread that I saw on Facebook and someone was so offended because their dog was called a boy when clearly it's a girl and oh she does feminine things and does <laughs> is super girly. Like the way she wiggles is girly and oh. they were so offended that everyone was calling her a he. And like, what? Why? Can you put that energy into people? 
Can yeah. you put that energy into making sure you're using the proper pronouns for people? <laughs> because I'm pretty sure you probably don't. No kidding. Yeah, you're so yeah. offended that someone calls your dog the wrong pronoun. It's like, what? That's hilarious in the world? to me. Because, uh, yeah, honestly, it's like, yeah, pronouns and people wanting to identify a certain way. That You know, you just have to be respectful yes. of what an individual's wishes are. This is why, do you know last week mm-hmm. I went onto my social medias and I put my uh, pronouns. Nice. And do you know why I did that? Because I had seen people doing it for a long time. And I thought like, oh, that's a bit performative, dude. You know, it's like, what? Mm-hmm. But now I kind of feel like it's like, no, actually, but, because I am cisgendered, mm-hmm. by putting my pronouns on my social medias, my profiles, it just normalizes it in a way that like... It's it, not a big deal. For Yeah, for anyone who, who needs who feels like they need to clarify their pronouns because they're not cisgender or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's just it's like, yeah, we're all just doing this. No yeah, let's just make it normal. So that's why I did that. But <laughs> the other thing it tied into is I sent you this dumb thing. Mm. Uh, they're they're uh, releasing new emojis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah, right. There's going to be a bunch of new emojis that are coming Good. out. I saw that there is one that's a roller skate. That's the closest thing that's come to roller blades, and oh. I'm pretty happy about it because I was going on Friday Night Blades throughout the beginning of the pandemic right. with my bubble, and uh, there was no rollerblading emoji, and I was yeah. like, what's a girl got to do, you know? Is there not one? No. There's Seriously. bikes, skateboards, stuff like that, but now there's a roller skate, which is close enough that's getting there yeah yeah no i still want to roll a blade one i want the mm-hmm. differentiate but mm-hmm. i really like the i like the animal ones for some reason i like that there's a beaver <gasps> very good yeah very, very canadian good. very canadian a dodo bird that a one that doesn't even exist that's cool 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 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's like more than 100 new emojis a black cat yes right yep yep very good i know i need more specifics so uh, but then, but that reminded me of also I've seen this going around lately. Just this dumb, dumb, dumb thing, where it's like using emojis is not manly. <laughs> so same as your dog, right? Like to oh my god, to say that the wiggle of a dog is feminine. Oh my goodness, is equally stupid to say that using <laughs> or not using emojis is not masculine. It's so toxic. Isn't that (laughs) dumb? Why are you pushing that? Of all the things you could be pushing right now, that's what you're pushing? Like, what the hell? Oh, really? So I like emoji. I like little cute, cartoony, colorful pictures. That makes me a bit gay. What if it's like a cool skull emoji? Does that make me manly? Ugh. So... Separate from the stupidity of (laughs) gendering (laughs) using emojis, don't you find... Because I don't know. I do sometimes, I'm like... Uh, dude, you're grown up. You don't need to be using little cartoon pictures and all your uh, communications for your whole life. But don't you find that emojis actually help a lot? Because one of the worst things about communicating through text is it's hard to um, read intent. Mm -hmm. You can't read sarcasm. You can't read tone. There's a huge amount of misunderstanding you know, it's not it's not good communication. It's so funny when I talk to friends who have, you know, partners where they're dating someone mm. and they arrive like all these problems start arising and I'm like, Do you text a lot? And they're like, Yeah, this is all over text that we're having these fights and I'm like, Well, there's your friggin' problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, 100%. Get off texting and see each other or talk to each other on the phone <laughs> or FaceTime or something. Yeah, like I I really try not to text because I'm the worst with that. Like I'm yeah. really bad with my writing. Like I can't <laughs> write what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah, I have this huge writer's block. It's been like a thing since I've been in elementary school. Mm-hmm. I'm just so bad at it. Um but I can chat and I can explain my emotions all, all right. Yes. Um but yeah. Yeah, that's why I avoid texting and I haven't really had any fights over text message before, but it's a very common thing apparently. <laughs> well, well, yeah, it's it, it can be a difficult thing and I'm good at it and still even there's yeah. all, I read back things that I wrote and I'd be like, oh, I hope they didn't take that. Like, because if you just don't understand exactly how I would say it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and this is something I need to work on, but you could take that as like, I'm ripping into you and being so aggressive. Totally. It's like, no, 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 I'm chill, I'm chill, I'm chill, I swear. Yeah, you do use emojis well, I've noticed. I don't, like, and that's a problem. Like, I, mm. I've i gotten that a few times where people are like, are you okay? Like, you seem weird. And I'm like, oh, no, I just, like, write, like, facts in right. my text. Like, I write very, like, I don't really bring that much emotion into it. I don't know. And this is my point, is just that emojis, if nothing else, really help to 
uh, put that tone. Yeah. They, they like you can ex- you kind of more explain how you're feeling, how you mean what you're writing in it. So yeah, uh, go ahead and use the emojis, uh, manly or not. What's manly? What's anything? Stop it! Horrible. Yeah. That's outdated. That's we need to grow beyond this. I swear to God, to get to the utopia that we all dream of. I love I love this one. I think this is going to be helpful in a lot of cases because the emojis with the tears are always sad. But this one is a happy face with one single tear. Oh! I think that one is going to come in handy big that's time. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I like that, that a lot. That says a lot of emotion behind it, you know? That's it. The ones, the face emojis alone. Like, yeah, I love a beaver and, and everything else. Yeah. But uh, just the facial ones, that's what we're talking about. That Those are the ones that really can drive through, you know, intent mm-hmm. when you're writing a text message. So, so you, you can just say frigate to words and just use emojis from here on out. Almost. That, we're almost there. We're going back to hieroglyphics. It's a hacky <laughs> yeah. joke, but it kind of is true. But and to go back to just I, the last thing I'll say about uh, labels is mm-hmm. do you find that you've been labeled in ways because – Yes. I know that it's difficult to label myself because if I say radio DJ, I mostly hate radio DJs. Oh, me too. <laughs> right? Like most. And I hate myself a little bit too, so if it's in. <laughs> but like when you think of a classic, but this is it. This is why stereotypes are so bad. You think mm-hmm. of a stereotypical radio DJ, you think of just like wacky, too wacky, dumb, moron, morning idiot dudes mm-hmm. making bad, dumb, outdated, hacky, terrible jokes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I don't want to be... As much as I appreciate my industry and have respect for other people who do this job, you know, sometimes, yeah, if you don't want to be a stereotypical version of it, yeah, I remember. No, we were all drinking. I was with a bunch of friends, and my one of my friends was like, "This is a fun game." And I was like, "Oh God, what is this game?" And she was just hammered. I might not even mm. add this into the podcast. Oh, boy, <laughs> okay, yeah. She's like, "I'm gonna go around the room and guess how straight everyone is." And then she goes around to me and she goes, oh. Jenny, you're the most straight woman I've ever met. And I was like, I'm so misread. <laughs> really? Yeah. And I remember being really offended by it because everyone else, she's like, oh, yeah, I, I would see that you would do this and you would do this. And like, you're a little bit more bi than this person and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I hate this game. Mm. And I think everyone around the room was like oh, I'm very uncomfortable with this, and I, I don't agree with this at all. And it was just happening, and we're like, you have had too much wine. You need to stop. That's a bad game. It's a bad game. Don't recommend it to a friend. But, yeah, yeah I just remember being like, oh, I am totally misread. I mean, <laughs> you talk about it in the rag this week about how yeah. like you have you know have an attraction at some level to women, and but you've never been in a relationship with a woman yeah yeah and, and how you like didn't really know if that was okay you yeah. kind of squirreled that away for yourself totally and all that and, yeah yeah so it's like i've never really like i've never really seen myself like i've i guess to other people i'd be like yeah i'm, I'm straight because i am in a relationship with men like cisgendered men right and i wouldn't really call myself just like a straight woman maybe that's why she thought that because she knows how you crush dudes Crush, <laughs> just run through, dudes, and it's great. It's and you true. take such delight in it I too; had, it's wonderful. I do not. That's not true. I'm a long-term relationship lady. I just right, had a single yeah, period, yeah. and I had never, you know, had a one-night uh-huh. stand before, mm-hmm. so I did that a few times. That's, but it was all but, in one year. <laughs> but you delighted within it. That's what I mean. You reveled. Well, you were like I did it respectfully. Like drinking okay, drinking in the middle oh, of a desert. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> that's maybe why she thought you were so straight. But that's the good thing, Jen, is you don't need to put a label on yourself. Thank you. You exist on the spectrum. Whatever's going on in your brain and heart is yeah. great. Okay, thank you. A <clears throat> couple of more things I want to touch on. Okay. Number one, I forgot to tell you this thing. Remember a few weeks ago I was talking about I went fishing with a bunch of boomers? Mm-hmm. And I was talking about being exposed to that much boomer energy is so wild. <laughs> One thing, another thing I remembered that I identified as incredible boomer energy yeah. is having their ringtone on full fucking blast <laughs> to their phones. And not just like the ringtone for the ringer, someone's calling them. But in this case, it was they had a ringtone for the text messages. Oh, no. So, you know, like you the class. Yeah. yeah, you can just do whatever and make <laughs> for your ringtone for the messages. So, there, when a mess, they would get a text message, it would do the full bum, 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 bum. Oh. <laughs> like oh, no. Blast. 
You could. So, are you telling me that I could be like every text I get, I get like a full Shania Twain song? Yes. Play? Yes. Oh, I am switching that up right now. I just have it on silent. But you know, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go full ringtone. <laughs> I love that energy. Talk it's to so, your. You love that? It's so confident. It's like, I need everyone to know. Hello, room. Hey, guys, I just got a text message from my son who lives in Prince George. <laughs> okay? Please. He hasn't called me in weeks, but he texted me, okay? I must. I have to give props to my dad. He was not the one doing this. Uh, his phone is on silent. I don't know if I've talked to him about this or his partner is very plugged in and no shit. So mm. maybe she told him, but I... Uh, <laughs> Talk to your boomer loved ones. At this point in our lives, put your phone on silent. But what? It's their connection to their loved ones, and they don't want to miss it. You know, I don't, yeah. and it's like uh, new. You know, this is like still new technology. Do you, to them. Do you think that? I don't know. I just because maybe they just don't know how to change it. Here's, this is my. Oh th- God. That's my. That's my text tone, right? I'm really proud of it. It's a little. That's a text tone. That's my text, that's and a it's, lot. it's also what happens when. Um, I get a phone call. That is, that's from Star Trek. Okay. I thought it was a bird chirping. No, it's from Star Trek, and I love it. And it's, but guess what? I never have my ringer on. Yeah. Is on silent mm-hmm. because my number one, my watch taps me when I get a messenger call. Right. So there's that. But even if I wasn't wearing a watch, when is your phone ever more than a foot or two away from you? You know when you get a message, it vibrates. You mm-hmm. feel it on your leg. It buzzes on the table. You do not need to ever have an annoying <laughs> sound play. Yeah. Okay. And most people our age know that. I have never heard your phone go off in this room or anywhere. Oh, but that's different also because we are on the radio. So if our phone goes off, we hear it, on, hear the it on the radio. Oh, I don't embarrassing. Even care about that. I just, I just, just everyone turn your ringer yeah. off. You don't need it. The buzz is fine. That's enough. Okay. What, what did you want to talk about Mario again? Because last podcast we were talking about Mario and how you wanted to audition for the Mario character voiceover. Yeah, that's right. I'm really going on about this is okay. that I would like to play Super Mario in the new Super Mario movie that's coming out. It's a cartoon. Okay. And I said to you, I have a lot of vocal inflection. I can go high if I need to. And, you know, you listen to me all day long. I yeah. can go real low, but I can also get all excited. That, to me, is a more listenable way to watch a movie yeah. than the stereotypical Mario voice. So I just want to voice it in my own voice. But last week, you were trying to play with me, and I was being a bad improviser. And I, wa- I was just being like, no, Jen, no, just this, just my voice. And you're asking me these questions, so I want to go again. We have the questions again from last week that you were asking me. <laughs> you want another shot? Yeah. Another audition? And I want to it do it. It doesn't work that way in Hollywood, I honey. Know, if Jen. you bomb an audition, that's it. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Mom spaghetti. I know, but I just want... I, I'm going to do it classic Mario just to show that I can get into the character. Have you been practicing at home? A little bit. Okay. Where do you practice? Usually when I go for walks at this night. This is the audition, by the way, and I'm, you're bombing it. Oh, no, really? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I practice when I'm in the pipe. I like to be in the pipe, so my name is Mario, and I like to make a spaghetti. Okay, okay, now ask me the question. Okay, okay. If you could choose any kind of drug, what would it be, Mario? Oh, I used to have a cocaine problem, but now I like it the mushrooms. <laughs> uh, I like it the psychedelics, but I don't touch the DMT. Woo-hoo. That's pretty good. Thank Do you, you think that would get you. annoying after a whole movie, though? That's just my point, is that oh. my natural voice is what I should. Oh, uh, okay. Yes. So okay. you and the princess, obviously you're in love with the princess, yeah, and so. things, one thing leads to another, and you give each other a little tickle. Uh-huh. What does that sound it's like? like uh, oh, what a peach. <laughs> Yeah, Bobo. Ooh, this is so, so nice. Uh, hey, ooh, I like your pizza. Hey. Oh. <laughs> okay. okay. I like the purr. I didn't know Mario was a purr. Uh, well, he's a very exquisitely passionate man, just yeah. like I am. Is like, hey, you like the mustache? It tickles. <laughs> I like how he just says, "I like this. I like your peach. I like mushroom. I like this." He's a very positive guy. It's so nice. So Peach is now like you're deep into the relationship. You haven't been cleaning up the castle because you've been out trying to kill bazoongas or whatever. (laughs) That's what that is, yeah. And so the castle's a mess. um, And she's like, okay, you got to start clearing your dishes or I'm going to divorce you. Right. What happens? 
I say, I'm like this. Hey, get off of my back. I've been out there killing the turtles all the week. You, you do the dishes. I got some spaghetti. Oh my gosh, that's not going to go well you know, with they, Peach. Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah. And one thing no, leads to another. Woman, that's right. Yeah, one thing leads to another, and she's ready to divorce you away. Yeah, so, right. what do you say at the divorce court? Uh, please. Let me see the toadstools. <laughs> Our children. Ah, my new apartment is very dirty. <laughs> it's good, Wait, right? What's the toadstools about? <laughs> well, it's like, it's like, you know, like, let me see the Our kids. Let me see our kids. But the toadstools are the kids. I guess. Birthos? I don't know. I don't know much about Mario, it turns out. <laughs> no, they would have kids of their own, but maybe oh. they just, he wants to see the toadstools. Yeah, I would hate that movie. The voice. Well, this brings it full circle. It's not a sustainable voice to hear through an hour and a half of movie. Yeah. You need this voice. 15 minutes of podcast. Right. Hey, listen. Uh, Let's go save the princess. My name is Mario. I can't believe this. Hey, let's go. So long, Gay Bowser. (laughs) Let's go. See, this is what you want to listen to in a movie. Yeah, I guess so. Hey. All right, I'll purchase the movie when it comes out. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, Thank you. What? Are we wrapping? Yeah, we're wrapping. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please tell your friends about it if you enjoy. Mm -hmm. Wow, what an interesting thing that songbirds in big cities have been raising their voices for decades to be heard above the noise. But now that places are so much quieter through the pandemic, birdsong is actually quite a bit lower in tone. You know what? I have noticed this. Really? Yeah, that explains why my budgie is sounding like this lately. Hey, Cardi B. B is for budgie. Of course. Chirp, chirp. Come on. I love you, baby. Just want to hold you. Run my fingers through your hair. Mm, yeah. Deeper and deeper. In love with you, I'm falling. Please her and please her. Anytime or any place. Wow, Jen, I actually have a date tonight. Please, may I borrow your budgie? (laughs) There were 97 animals that were rescued on one property in Princeton. Uh, So the BCSPCA now has, yeah, 97 new animals. They're talking about uh, puppies, 43 puppies, 24 (laughs) adult dogs, 27 horses, and three cats. And unfortunately, these animals were just living in extremely poor conditions, uh, just unsanitary, overcrowding, poor ventilation. And this is someone who they are very familiar with, that they've had to take take away dogs and animals from this person before. So they're just really frustrated because it just keeps on happening. Why don't um, they do... Why don't they just, like... I know you can't stake someone out full-time, but have someone sitting out front <laughs> and then just count the dogs. Okay, one. That's... You're allowed to have one. Two, hey, two's too many. Yeah. And then just stop it. Like, oh, hey. 45 is too many. Well, that's it, right? Until it yeah. gets to this point. Yeah. Um. So right now, they're just taking care of these animals. But, I mean, they are going to be moving some of these animals to all different shelters around BC. So okay. if you are in the market for maybe having a new animal or you've been wanting a puppy, I know it's actually been really hard to, to find animals right now just mm. because everyone's at home and wanting a companion, mm-hmm. uh, especially they're spending more time at home. Yep. Um, so they're not up for adoption yet, but... But if you are interested uh, in the next few months, I believe they're going to be up for adoption on the BCSPCA website. So keep your eye on there on there because there's really cute. There's like Labradors. Mm-hmm. There's little um, Corgis, mm-hmm. Dalmatians, Poodles, uh, wow. all different kinds of adorable dogs. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. Oh, uh, wouldn't I love to have a dog again? They're so good. Except mm-hmm. <laughs> still on about the poop incident. <laughs> There was a poop incident at my house this week, but it's uh, it's fine. It's good. It's all. Not only was there a poop incident on the floor, yeah. but then he decided that where he needed to make his tummy feel better was on my pillow. Oh, no. And can we normalize wiping your dog's butt, by yeah. the way? But when they come in from the house from doing a poop, there is poop there. <laughs> Give it a wipe. My dog knows. Comes in the house, you go straight to the bathroom. He knows? Yeah, I say... 
get a, get a butt wipe. I take his leash off. I say, get a butt wipe, bud. And he goes, right, he just goes, okay. Trundles right to the toilet, knows what to do, gets his butt wiped. Normalize it. I said this on Twitter and people were like, are you crazy, dude? But wiping your dog's butt? You're a weirdo. Okay, I'm a weirdo, but you've got little dog-shaped <laughs> poop smudges all around your house. Figure it out, dude. I got to wash my pillows now. Amazon is coming out with a $250 security drone that will fly around your house. Paul and I actually already got our hands on them, and we're finding that this security drone actually has many purposes. I decided to throw a white sheet over mine, and now it looks like a spooky ghost is around my house. Boo, yeah, and I turned the security settings on mine all the way as high as they would go. People! Hey, it's just me! Oh, you can put the drone away. Uh, it's just me, your friend Jenny. Intruder warning. Proximity alert. Paul, I told you I'd bake a pie, so I baked you a rhubarb pie that you wanted. What are you doing? Dangerous vector detected. Final warning. Paul, is that a laser beam attached to that? Defense mode activated. Oh, no! Threat neutralized. There is a, a birth of a new ghost town, which is something that we don't hear a lot of anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of the pandemic, you know, Point Roberts. So it's this tiny little town that's actually technically in Washington, but it's attached to Tawasson. So you can actually see it when you're coming in through the ferry. It's like yeah. this little like kind of beachy town um, that is usually filled with Canadians because it's actually not attached to the mainland of Washington at all. It's attached to Canada and they have lost all of their tourism. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, it's because of the borders closing down, right? So people yeah. would cross over there and actually work at Point Roberts but live in Canada because the border crossing was really easy and they had dual citizenship. Right. But they're saying that businesses are down by like 80%. It is pretty much a ghost town there because they relied so heavily on Canadians having, you know, vacation homes there and coming over there. But right. the borders are closed. It's it, kind of a bummer as, as, you know, needed as it is. Like ghost towns are neat things on their own, but mm-hmm. it's kind of a, a crummy thing. There's 1,300 people that usually live in the Point Rob- Roberts. They're saying now that hundreds of those people have left the town, mm-hmm. just like left, you know, boarded up and left and gone somewhere else. I guess if they're American citizens, they try and get into the States yeah. and go live there. Um, or if, you know, there's places to live in Canada. What I found interesting too, though, was like, because this like pictured on a map, right? Mm-hmm. It just is this little bit of land, you're right, from Sawasan that dangles down below the border. Yeah. It's such a silly thing that usually is like cute, the way it's like, this is America for a silly reason. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But now with borders closed, it's having this really horrible effect. Yeah, and I know that a lot of people around that area too who live in Tawas and they would go there to like fill up on gas because it was a little bit cheaper right, over yeah, there too. And then the beer is cheaper and you get all the perks of like American products and things like that. Oh, really? But it's Fiddle in- faddle? <laughs> what? Could you get fiddle faddle over there? What's fiddle faddle? Uh, a snack. Okay. I don't, I don't know if I've ever had it, but like Americans are always telling me, you got to try fiddle faddle, Maybe dude. they got fiddle faddle there. Um, so there's, okay, I see it, there are, are two reasonable solutions to this. Mm-hmm. The governor of Washington, Jay Inslee, has already wrote to Justin Trudeau mm-hmm. and been like, okay, can you make an exception with this border closing? Yeah. This is such a, a such a tiny little blurb of land. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. Or here's the other one. We just absorb point roberts into canada yeah maybe for just the pandemic we'll give it back (laughs) okay but for now we just like take our finger and we scooch that borderline just down so that people can come and go from this community honestly it might save them at this point yeah it's too bad to see let me just ask you this i said the word fiddle faddle to you before yeah and that is a snack and the reason that it's on my mind jenny is i posed this yesterday on twitter okay i am always craving something as a snack Mm -hmm. and the only thing i can relate it to it doesn't exist as far as i know okay is kibble but for human beings yeah okay i think that's pretty much like cereal isn't it well this is everyone was saying to me oh dude you're thinking of cheerios oh how about corn nuts how about grape nuts all these suggesting all these snacks that exist you're completely forgetting the main thing about kibble is that it's made out of meat 
Oh, so like, like that's what I want. Something that's a little meaty, dehydrated, like pepperoni chunks. <laughs> something yum, 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 like yum. that. <laughs> something that's crunchy, and then I can take big handfuls of it. Yeah, but there's like a protein aspect to it. Something meat, a variety of meats. I'm thinking. I want to start with elk. Is it fiddle faddle? Is that what that is? No, someone from America, like someone from Los Angeles, who I don't even know, on Twitter yeah. reached out to me last night and was like, "Try fiddle faddle." Okay. And I was like, as far as I know, that's just like a, a popcorn treat or something like that. I don't know. You can look it right. up. Some okay. American treat. But it doesn't exist. I want to get my paws on some fiddle faddle. Cheesies is close. Moon cheese. But again, that's not mm, meat. No. That's a cheese base. Yeah. It's true. I am looking for something in between like a jerky and a cheesy. Okay. <laughs> if anyone can please help Paul. It he needs exist. it. He needs it. It's not a thing. People are saying... Uh, pork rinds. Pork rinds. Pork rinds. I don't want pork rinds. You I've don't? had them. They're gross. Isn't that exactly what you just described? No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. No. Um, do, what, what do you like? Hmm? Oh, someone this. said that they had this problem, too, that their partner made them like a uh, chicken, roasted chicken peas. Chickpeas. Oh, I thought they said chicken peas. Oh, that's probably autocorrect. I was like, what is a chicken pea? (laughs) It says chicken peas. That's why I was like, oh, that sounds great. But I think it's chickpeas. I think you're right there. Oh, well, maybe not. If it is chicken peas, please let me know where I can pick these up and what part of the chicken do they come from. Um, And then Andrew writes, uh, deep fried pepperoni chips. Oh. Okay. Is this something I have to go to a country County fair <laughs> to get this thing. I have to go to the PE to yeah, get this once a year. Got a deep fryer at home and I just deep fry some pepperoni sticks. That's have them in a snack? No, that's probably not that great for you. And then what about this Chinese meat floss? That looks delicious, but I'd eat that as a meal. Yeah, go look that up. It's quite interesting. This is it. I knew that maybe some kind of foreign delicacy would be closer mm-hmm. to my kibble. The biggest name in nature docs and narration and stuff is David Attenborough. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And he exploded onto Twitter, or no, sorry, Instagram earlier this week, like broke records of the most followers right away. Mm-hmm. And uh, so good for him. Yeah, this was like the best news, I think, this weekend. Because <laughs> there wasn't a lot of good news, but this was like kind of nice to follow and see his videos that he was putting out. Yeah. Um, of course, he's you know spent his entire life documenting and um, narrating you know the wonders of the world. Um, but he's using Instagram now as a 94-year-old man to <laughs> educate the public on possible solutions for tackling climate change, which he's- I think is more important than ever, oh. right? 100%. He's got to have some like grandkids or something there, right? Mm-hmm. They were like, pop, pop, let us show you TikTok. And yeah. he's like, eh, maybe Instagram. Yeah, it looks like some other people are like the other, like his whoever his team is doing <laughs> right. all of the posting, but he is in the videos spreading messages. And yeah, like you said, he's surpassed a whole bunch of records by Jennifer Aniston was the person who reached 1 million followers in five hours and 16 minutes. But he reached 1 million followers on Instagram within four hours. Nice. Wow. Yeah, of adding <laughs> one video. Not bad Instagram. for Pop Papa's on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, one thing I really liked, because of course he's in the news and he's talking about this, like you said, um, one really nice message he had. Someone just point blank asked him, what's the biggest thing that we can do? Because this is a conversation I notice happening a lot mm-hmm. when it comes to conservation and climate change is there's a lot of pressure on the individual with it, which I think is unfair. Mm-hmm. I think these are bigger, these are systemic changes that need to be made to really have an impact mm-hmm. on climate change. Um, but there are little things I suppose we can do as people, and it's it's fine and wonderful for us to take a personal responsibility. And so someone asked him point blank, what is the one thing that we can do as people uh, to help? Don't waste Don't waste anything. Don't waste electricity. Don't waste food. Um, Don't waste power. Just treat the natural world as though it's precious, which it is, and don't squander those bits of it that we have control of. Ah, yeah, well put. Isn't that? Yeah, so if you're going to follow anyone, I mean, alongside, you know, the cats that you follow on Instagram, like my own cats, Mm -hmm. um, maybe give David Attenborough a follow on Instagram. Yeah. 
We've all felt that massive shift with the majority of our meetings, both personal and professional, going online due to the pandemic. So maybe no surprise that fashion brands are actually now designing outfits specifically for video calls with a really waist-up focus. Here we have Jenny. Up top, she's in a Gucci puff sleeve, belted flare chiffon shirt under the tweed fall-winter jacket from Chanel, accessorized nicely with the crystalline Aura Swarovski watch with leather strap in black rose gold and Tiffany's Celeste collection, two-carat diamond earrings in platinum. Below, we have her 15-year-old sweatpants in gray, covered in cat hair. Stains include gravy, coffee, red wine, breakup ice cream, and Cheeto dust. Nicely finished with novelty fuzzy slippers. Simply stunning. This is Paul up top. He's looking dashing in the Eaton white twill dress shirt with sky blue piping and matching buttons. Burberry's modern cut vintage Czech Italian silk tie under a gray cashmere wool and silk houndstooth Sheldon jacket from Tom Ford. On display is his Yachtmaster 42 millimeter white gold Rolex. His hair has been styled by Chris Appleton. Below, what can only be described as the rattiest ginch known to man, having little form. And almost no function. This is more of like a loincloth on what's left of an elastic band. It's just horrible. Okay, good news for you, Jenny West, who cares mm, disproportionately about Halloween. I love Halloween. Is that Dr. Bonnie is working on specific Halloween guidelines. We've been hearing that, you know, it's not canceled for sure, Mm -hmm. but she's going to have real specific guidelines. Uh, This is a nice quote. One of the nice things, of course, with Halloween is that mask wearing is often part of it, and we should encourage that. That's good. Yeah, I think a lot of people have been asking and speculating whether or not or how they're going to be celebrating Halloween this year. So that's nice to see. It is nice. Well, she says one of the guidelines will include activities for people who do consider Halloween a very important holiday. Hmm. I think that's easy to forget, but like some people take Halloween even more seriously than you do, West. Um, And then the other nice thing is... People are figuring it out. Mm -hmm. There's this adorable video of a mom on the mainland Mm -hmm. using a hockey stick to hand out Halloween candy. Isn't that great? Mm. Just take the... Yeah, no, I'm done with that. What? I find that everything is like, oh, I'm Canadian and here's the humor. I'm using a hockey stick to do the thing. Isn't it funny? I'm kind of sick of it. But I mean, great creativity. (laughs) I'm all for that. It's really nice that mom was getting creative. But man, I am just like... "Eh." Oh, a hockey stick, how original. <laughs> this is so fun for me because Jenny always makes me be the heel and like crumb on things. And now she really genuinely hates I just, this. I don't know. I just Jen, how could you say that? I saw the video and she's like, okay, Jimmy, like stand over there. I'm going to shoot you with this candy. Uh-huh. But she puts Slap it in up. her hand first. And I'm like, that just defeats the whole purpose. You just want to, I don't know. I like the tube idea. I like the t-shirt cannon idea, but the hockey stick idea. I was like, eh, are we past that yet? <laughs> Get it. If you're Canadian, you like hockey. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> just made the worst face. Oh, my God. I love this so much. Uh, how could you hate Canada this way, Jen? I love Canada. I love Canada. I'm hockey stick the, is Canada. Hockey stick, Tim Hortons coffee. That is our <laughs> national identity. How could you? I will not participate in that. Jen, are you a Lil Yachty fan? I don't know who Lil Yachty is, but I would like to know what he's up to. I um, <laughs> I, maybe, the, maybe I'm going to out myself here, uh, but uh, I kind of like Lil Yachty a little yeah? bit. Yeah? Yeah, I know Mumble Rap is whatever, but I like him. And But he was arrested recently, and he talks about it on TikTok, but he, he was arrested for driving his car, mm-hmm. 150 miles per hour. Wait, miles per hour? So that's like 200 and something. Yeah. That's 240 kilometers per hour. Oh, my god! Imagine going that fast. How do you have a car that fast? A little Yachty? I don't know. I don't know. But the only reason I bring it up is because I really like that if you know Lil Yachty, he maps, he raps real slow. Yeah. He's like this. Mm. Boop, boop, I boop, can get into boop, that. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, it's great. Uh, but he drives like a freaking maniac. <laughs> drives so fast, drives so slow. So fast, <laughs> rap so slow. That's your legacy, Lil Yachty. Hope you're cool with that. You tell me where you come down on this. You know when you're at a restaurant 
and it's like a real fun restaurant. And so rather than just like the little classic man or woman sign on the bathroom doors, there's like something hilarious. Like there's a ton of examples in this article I saw today, like a banana and like a peach. Yeah. Or uh, just any of these dumb creative ways, like. Heels in a sneaker. Yeah. Burritos, tacos. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't like that at all. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, yeah, it really like just plays on this kind of sexist stereotype. Sure can. Also, it's not super inclusive to everyone. Yeah. Um, And it's also just confusing. When I have to pee, I just want to know exactly where to go as soon as possible. And for some reason, I have to do this weird puzzle. Like, do I like martinis or do I like beer? Uh, Well, I like beer, but I I think that there are urinals in there and I won't be able to use that one. Right. But I would prefer a beer over a martini. Right. But I think I'm supposed to choose the martini. I don't know. You know, and then I pee my pants and then that's no good. (sighs) Then that restaurant ought to buy you new pants. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think you're 100% right. I mean, look at, I get it. Okay, for some reason you own a restaurant and you feel like the creative way you need to express yourself is with... Bathrooms? Bathrooms? Yeah, I don't understand that either. Here's, I just want to take this opportunity to plug what I always do is Mm -hmm. that in public, and there's been a lot of debate about public bathrooms in the last bunch of years, but in public, all bathrooms should just be... Like private bathrooms. Mm. Just a small room with a toilet in it. Mm. Then you don't need to gender these rooms. Yeah. You don't need to have hilarious little signs on uh, what's outside. And on the sign outside, you just put a picture of a toilet. Yeah. Or if you happen to have a urinal and a toilet in that room, put a picture of a urinal. Tell me what's inside of this room that I can do my business into, and let's leave it there. And everyone can have a little bit of privacy, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, I think that's the best way. U.S. President Donald Trump and Democratic nominee Joe Biden are expecting a fierce fight at their first debate tonight in Cleveland. Can you imagine that if they actually fought? Like wrestle? I'd, I'd love to see that wrestling match. Somebody, yes. Would we really like to see it, though? Yes. I don't think it'd be very, just be... I would love it. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't think it'd be a very good fight. No. <laughs> Who would win? Who would you put your money on? <sighs> In a straight up, yeah. like, shirtless, greased up <laughs> wrestling match? Yeah. I hate to say it, but I think I got to give it to Trump. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, just if you can so, get on top of him, it's just like, you know. Yeah. What a horrible thing to ask me, Art. <laughs> I'm sorry. Honestly. I'm sorry. Uh, well, Trump has told advisors that he plans to launch a full-out attack on Biden. Biden says he expects that from Trump because he is not smart enough to debate the facts. <laughs> I don't know what this thing is going to look like. I am so morbidly curious to watch it. You can't. Can't. Do you remember that show, Your Mama? No. <laughs> yo mama? They would just say yo mama jokes back at each other? Okay. That's what I'm envisioning. <laughs> Do you know what weirdly I'm envisioning right now? Do you remember that show, You Can't Say That on Television, and then Green Slime would come from the ceiling? That's what I would love. These okay. are two shows that I've never seen. Every time someone tells a lie, it's just like fart noise and then green slime from the ceiling. Amazing! <laughs> Amazing. It's going to get high record numbers, yeah. I'm guessing, tonight. Mm. Either way. The way you take your coffee, I think it shows a lot about a person. Really? Yeah, I really think so. Like, how do you take your coffee? Um, Either these days, sometimes black. Yeah. uh, Or I do a little splash of uh, almond milk. Or, But if I'm going to a Horton's, I'll get like two creams still. Oh, yeah. So I'm all over the map. I don't know. Yeah, I'm a little all over the map too, depending on how I'm feeling and what I ate that day. But I'm usually like an almond milk or an oat milk kind of lady. I do like to just have it black though once in a while. So what do you think that says think it, about you as a person? I feel really cool when I have black coffee with oh, nothing in it. I me feel too. like me a too. cool guy, you yeah. know? I I don't I feel like it's uh if you know how a person in your life takes their coffee, mm-hmm. um that that shows the strength of your relationship. That's very true as well. Right? Like can I really be really honest? I don't really know. I can't peg you down of how to, if I'm going to bring us coffees, I don't yeah. know what to get for you. Because like you said, you're a moving target. Yeah. But what should I do if I'm coming from Hortons? Just a one in one is my usual from Hortons. Yeah, I know that actually. Yeah, yeah you do know that. But 
It's so true. Like coffee is my love language. It yeah, it totally is. Yeah, it's like you, physical words of affirmation. No, nah, just coffee. Just bring me a coffee. The reason we bring that up is because it's National Coffee Day. So oh, happy National Coffee yeah. Day! Yeah. And well, shout out to that to coffee in general. I'm a three cups a day kind of lady. <laughs> me too. <laughs> A Dairy Queen in Oak Bay was broken into over the weekend and a bunch of ice cream got stolen. I cannot condone that behavior. It sounds like someone lost all control. Yeah, what's the scoop? Do you think this is going to take up Gelato the police's time? Anything's popsicle. This will be a legendary crime. I'm sure justice will be soft served. Let's hope it doesn't become a cold case. I'm fine. It's totally fine that no one called. Everyone's cowards. That's fine. That's fine. I think someone called and then hung up. I didn't get to them in time, and then they didn't call back. So we have a very special guest today. Oh, isn't this a treat? Look who it is. It's Art Art Aronson. Oh, welcome to the show, my man. I am so, so excited. So you are going to be playing a game that is sweeping the nation. It's called this. What did we learn today? The game where you win by remembering. And now, yeah. you, don't, you don't listen, obviously, to us on the radio, Art. We, no one expects you to be doing your job in the radio station listening to us constantly. I hope nobody thinks that I do actually do that. <laughs> no, of course not. Yeah. Uh, but you're real plugged into the news and whatnot. Yeah, I feel like there's some pressure here. Yeah, I feel yeah. that too. Well, also, I, it, I also want to know like just how connected you guys are with current news, right? Mm-hmm. I think this oh. is also a test on you guys. Oh, stop trying to put the pressure on us. It's all on you, Art. I know, I I'm sweating over here. Jenny wrote these questions today. So <laughs> okay, someone doesn't like the questions. I didn't approve them, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, all right, so you've got 30. What was your question? No, I'm just wondering why nobody called in. Uh, because they don't like Cowards. this game. Oh, oh. okay. They don't <laughs> like us. Because <laughs> it's hard. It is hard, it is. and there's... Next to no prize. How well do people actually usually do? We have Not. had one winner. One? And How we long? have been doing this for three, four weeks, maybe? What does yeah. that tell you about your game, guys? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's hard. That's the thing. Okay. It's kind what of is tough. It? What does it tell you about zoners? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't say it. So I didn't say it. Okay, but here. Wow, Jenny is taking a real heel turn today. <laughs> I'm going to get R- destroyed. She was ripping on hockey sticks before. <laughs> and now really? she. Yeah, she's the heel of the I'm show I'm on my today. period. Leave me alone. <laughs> Again? Okay. Again? 30 seconds on the clock. Let's see if you can get this, Art. Five okay. questions, starting with, a BC mom went viral after using what sporting equipment to hand out Halloween candy? Hockey stick. Uh, what rapper was caught going 150 miles per hour over the speed limit? Can say pass oh, if pass, you don't know. Pass. Pass. How many cups of coffee a day do we have? Four. Uh, who won the Stanley Cup last night? Tampa Bay Lightning. True or false? The provincial debate is on tonight. False. And what rapper was caught going 150 miles per hour over uh, the speed limit? Fifty cent. Oh, very close, though. Is it because I didn't say fitty sir? Yes. No. <laughs> Lil Yachty was going crazy speeds. We drink three cups of coffee a day. Oh. That's tough. That's so yeah. hard. I mean, How, you would, supposed to get that? You'd have to listen to the show that you work on in order to know that one. Yeah. And you have to know your friends, like your real dear dear friends, um, pretty well in order to know that one. So, Tampa Bay won Stanley Cup and the American presidential election ah. debate is on tonight. Not the Trick question, one. guys. That was a good one, Jeff. Yeah, that yeah. was good, but you got it. So if I would have won, what would I have won? Not that it matters. Nothing. 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 No. Okay. Go root around in the prize closet. You know what we have left? Nothing. <laughs> I raid it all the time. <laughs> Old t-shirts. Don't tell anybody. You can have my pen. I don't know. A keychain. Uh, well, I really love this game, guys. Well, thanks um, for playing. Get out of here now. What did we learn today <laughs> on the Afternoon Zone? And remember, you don't have to listen to the whole show to win, but it helps. Today is Orange Shirt Day. We did mention this yesterday, but we definitely want to dive into, you know, this topic a little bit more today uh, because it is an incredibly important day and especially a day just to educate the public and raise awareness of the current issues that are still happening that uh, are involved with residential school system from back in, you know, the day. But, mm. I, you know, I was looking up today. I was like, when was the last one open? Because I know it was recent. The last residential school actually closed in 1990. 
1996. So this is, you know, not far back in our history. And the effects of it, you know, are still prevalent today. Yeah, it's it's really, really true. Um, it's um, It's an important thing. And I, you know, what I was really heartened by today is that I saw a lot of people wearing orange shirts on the way in. You never know like how one of these things is going to hit, but I guess this has been going on for a few years now. And so it's a great thing in our community to see is like as sad as sometimes um, issues around indigenous rights and people's are sometimes, Mm -hmm. I can get really down on that sometimes. It was Mm -hmm. really heartening to see uh, the amount of people wearing orange shirts around today, that that means something to them enough to just put on an orange shirt today. Mm-hmm. And I just want to rattle off um, some of these facts um, and something to think about while you wear your orange shirt. Um, the odds of dying at a residential school were one in 25. Approximately 150,000 children went through the residential school system. Currently over 300,000 Indigenous kids are in foster care across Canada and that's kind of where we're seeing, you know, the effects um, hit today as well. This is what's, you know, really, really heartbreaking is the suicide rate is almost six times the mm-hmm. average of, you know, everyone else. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's heartbreaking to read this. And uh, I mean, today I would just suggest, you know, diving into some education. Uh, there are resources that we have posted on our Facebook page you can go check out. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot of resources actually out there. One thing I read today was that, um, especially for educators, like it would be so great because I know this this is prevalent in schools, and that's mm-hmm. great uh, that we can we should be doing all we can to um, just educate on the harmful impacts of this part of our history and uh, how we can reconcile and come away from it now. And there are quite a lot of resources kind of at every level. Mm-hmm. Books, there's like comics, documentaries, you know what I mean? There's like, there are lots and lots of things that, you know, even that Gore Downey book and record, you know, yeah. is uh, connected and about that. So whatever your level is, whatever type of mm, thing you'd like to consume, you know, because it is a hard and heavy subject mm. for sure, but there is resources out there. Uh, one thing that uh, DJ Brian Boitano did on mm-hmm. our website, which I thought was really, really cool, and you can go check out and have a listen. Uh, he has created a list that a lot of zoners have actually helped out with, and it's songs that address the impact of residential schools and the entire system. Uh, so you can go to thezone.fm and check out that amazing post. It's also on our Facebook page. Uh, there's some really great music in there. I know what I didn't realize that the Liberal government has revived its effort to create a new stat holiday to commemorate hmm. the victims and survivors of indigenous residential schools. Did That's you know good. that? No, I didn't. Yeah. So that would, I mean, hey, I'm always down with the stat holiday. That's wonderful. Hmm. And it would be on September 30th, okay. uh, right around when uh, Orange Shirt Day is. Wow. That's great. Yeah. I think good it really- first step. Do you know why, too, that this is when Orange Shirt Day is? is that fall in this season was traditionally when in the history of residential schools that they would go around and like abduct children. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's brutal. It is brutal and that's just another, you know, facet of the sad history. Mm-hmm. But I'm again this is good that it's a conversation and it's important things to know and to recognize um again in the spirit of reconciliation uh, that this day is important. Happy October the 1st. Winter tires are now required on the Malahat and other island highways. Oh, that's weird because it's still like 23 degrees. You don't say that. Oh. Safety first, Jennifer. <laughs> okay, I guess you're right. Okay, now I'm going to the beach. Parka, put my mitten. Need a scarf. This is my toque. Okay, don't forget your snow pants there, bud. October the 1st. Yeah. Happy Halloween month. Yeah. Happy spooky month. Also for a lot of people who are participating in Sober October. That's becoming more popular. I woke up this morning and decided, eh, you know what? I'm not going to have a beer for breakfast. And, oh, good uh, for you. Yeah, no. I, no, I, I, uh, I'm going to do it in a way, too. I think I'm not going to drink this month. Mm-hmm. And I'm also going to try really hard to stay off of junk food. Yeah, that kind of goes hand in hand, right? Kind of. It's been a slippery slope for me over the summer. I just like got back in on junk food really hard. So yeah. I'm just going to try and wipe that out. 
Yeah, I also see people adding other rules to it mm-hmm. where they're like only 30 minutes of social media per night, right. maybe read a book in the month of October. So what is the deal with October being this month where we decide, oh, no, now I, like, I'm going to focus up and like really engage my willpower? Well, I believe it started with a movement um, that Macmillan Cancer Support started, and it was Go Sober for October, and you would sign up and go alcohol-free and raise money for people with cancer. Okay. And then from there, I think it just kind of took its own life because, I mean, there's so many benefits from going sober for sure. a month, right? If yeah. you, you know, partake in a beer once in a while. Yep. Um, it's just better for your health. It's better for your mental health, physical health, yep. and just overall well-being. So, yeah, people are like, this is just a fun thing to do. I Challenge like myself, you know? Yeah. No, well, number one, it rhymes, and that's just always yeah, easier. most important. And then um, as like a little treat to yourself, I feel like at the end of the month, if you want to go all out and just engage in all kinds of treats and... <laughs> You know, drinks if you want and all that stuff. Yeah, erase all that you did for that month. That's Halloween, baby. <laughs> oh, Halloween, yeah. <laughs> Remember in 2017, there was this big story about a guy getting charged because he was feeding Timbits to grizzly bears? Yeah. So we got charged, and uh, you would think that that guy had learned his lesson but the news came out just what yesterday that this guy has fed more timbits to more grizzly bears stop doing that stop doing that stop doing that (laughs) don't stop feeding that a timbit yeah because what happens is that can actually damage the grizzly bear they get food conditioned and they'll be going up to all humans asking for timbits we all know that you're supposed to we're supposed to be locking down our garbage not to lure bears into situations with human beings, never mind going out in the wilderness, luring bears, feeding them timbits. Come on, so dude. This person is going to get charged a second time. I wonder if he'll learn his lesson then. What he is saying is that rules are meant to be broken. Like he is just ruthless when it comes to timbits and grizzlies. Listen to the words of the executive director of the Grizzly Bear Foundation. Okay. Feeding a bear is just bad business. Do you need to have it any more Berenstain Bears action than that? Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Okay. A couple of other bear things yeah. to mention real quick. Um, uh, this is a really sad story that BC Grizzlies are facing starvation at the moment due to declining salmon stock. Yeah. This is a First Nation in Campbell River, actually, that is raising these concerns, which is really, really sad. I'm not sure if there's much we really can do about this rather than, number one, don't feed them Timbits. Yes, just because they're starving does not mean that you should be feeding them Timbits. But also just, you know, be supportive of uh, particularly First Nations uh, led conservation efforts. I mm-hmm. think that's an important thing. Totally. Um, up in Alaska, however, though, weird to juxtapose these two stories, it is Fat Bear Week. So yeah. this is where they do have great salmon stocks, and every year uh, there's this contest that goes on where they take pictures of bears in Alaska, grizzly bears, that get so friggin' fat. <laughs> These bears are so fat, dude. They're so fat. They're it's really a, it's a awesome how fat these bears get. Yeah. They just ch- oh, eat so much salmon to get so fat because then they got to go and hibernate. Yeah. And they live off of those fat stores. <laughs> and so you see the pictures and, and then it's a contest. You actually get to vote oh. on which bear is the fattest. And what? There's one category, right? It's like, which one is the fattest? <laughs> That's pretty much it. There's all these different matchups. So okay. if you'd like to get involved in that and vote on the fattest bear, Aww. go to explore.org and uh, that's where you can see the fat bears <laughs> and just to see these bears is uh, wonderful <laughs> so funny yesterday uh, just off the air we were talking about Borat yeah. and I was trying to remember what that show was that he did uh, was it last year it was Who is America do you remember that show great show it was so good um, yeah. and I was wondering if there was going to be another season of it but today big announcement that there's a Borat 2 and it looks like they're kind of taking a a page from that show. So it's not just going to be the Borat character the entire time throughout the movie. It's going to be a whole bunch of different characters and he's going to go up to real people and like prank them. Well, think about it. Borat was like colossal, right? Yeah. There's not hardly anyone in the United States left to prank still (laughs) that doesn't know about Borat. That kind of, he kind of painted himself into a corner in that way, right? Mm -hmm. That's why he started doing these other characters. But Borat's the one everyone loves. Yeah. And so in this one, from the trailer that got released today, you kind of see that, yeah, he's 
he's disguised. He's still Borat, but then yeah. he's disguising himself as Borat. Yeah, as a different person, and yeah, it's supposed to come out October twenty third. So pretty quick here. Yeah, looking it, forward to it. It looks really, really good. It's supposed to be on Amazon Prime, so just be nice and easy. We don't have to like risk our lives by going into a movie theater. To totally. See it. Yeah. Do you know what I like best about it too? What's that? Is that it makes fun of a lot of people in the trailer, right? Mm-hmm. But right off the hop, it makes fun of fans of Borat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thing. Yeah. Once Borat came out, and then just for years and years, and like the longer it went, there still would be guys walking around and being like, my wife, my wife, yeah. doing all this horrible impressions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that'll be done with. Um, He's going to make fun of him in the, in the movie. That's amazing. What do you say? No, it's not me. Thanks for joining the PJ party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ party. Hi, I'm Webmeister Bud. I'm DJ Boitano. I'm Kirsten James. I'm Art Aronson. And I'm Paul Bacino. And the Zone's Geek Out Podcast is where we get together each week and talk about geeky stuff like technology, movies, comics, TV, Harry Potter, Star Wars, and how much better Marvel is than DC. So much better. Come on, man. Captain America. Calm down, Art. You can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold or at thezone.fm slash geekoutpod. With new episodes each Friday, it's the Zone's Geek Out Podcast. Listen, please. Bye!